Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the RH Review, episode 34, which is a tribute on Oda Tai's Hannah Kimura. Uh, we'd like to say at this point, both myself and Stephen uh, stand behind the Speaking Out movement and know that there's an ongoing investigation with ROH, the reason why we are on an indefinite hiatus with the podcast show. But we felt between us that because we brought attention to uh, Hannah Kimura's unfortunate passing away on the episode with Chad Gaspard, that when this tribute show came to be, uh, we had to um, put everything else aside and not worry about the company of Ring of Honor, but to celebrate the life of the um, lovely, beautiful Hannah Kimura. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been a short while since we've done this, Stephen. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Um, strange being back on the, uh, being back recording again after so long. Um, you know, as you said, we've been on an indefinite hiatus, which will be for, you know, the foreseeable, but we made a point that we wanted to cover this particular episode because it was a cause close to our hearts and because of... Uh, Hannah Kimura's, you know, untimely passing, and in in terms of myself, yeah, I'm feeling good. You know, it's been a few hard weeks of work and everything, but you know, it's been lovely weather, and you know, I'm feeling feeling positive. Been taking a bit of time out and just enjoying a bit of family time and just relaxing. So, uh, are you okay, Oliver? Yeah, um, much much like yourself, it's. It's felt really weird not not doing the podcast. We've we spoken about it and stuff. It's like we're having conversations. It's like nope, we don't. Have, we're not. We're not doing it this week. And and that's uh, that's uh, you know uh, just really uh, <laughs> I can't even put it into words. Um, yeah, it's just, that's just been really tough and and difficult and stuff. But um, yeah, with with Huddersfield and, and Birmingham living you know one more day in the championship i guess we're both happy about that and yeah just you know there's a new normal kind of going on in the world now things are kind of getting back to to normal or as normal as normal can be try saying that three times fast and um and yeah this this was brought to our attention and although we're not doing roh review episodes every week um when when this episode tribute to hannah kimura came up uh we, we we kind of had to break um our silence on on how things are and just do this uh, special tribute and hopefully do her um justice with the the roh review that we have for tonight so um yeah this is going to be a really stripped back roh review um lots of the segments that we usually have will not be uh, a part of the show tonight it's just going to be based on the hannah kimura episode and nothing more nothing less so um yeah we, we hope you enjoy it we hope you, we do justice hannah and um yeah so, uh, without any further ado, uh, I watched the YouTube show, Stephen watched the Fight Network UK show, so we'll see the differences in the two. Um, first of all, a really cool highlight video package uh, to start the show. 
and it just shows like a hundred percent how talented this woman was um the potential that she had and what she was realizing like we we first see a match and we'll get to it in a second at 21 years old in roh two years down the line um you know you, you see the progression in the in the professional wrestler and she was just unbelievable um at that age and had so much uh to give to the world and to professional wrestling and uh just taken way too soon um so yeah the hashtag is we love you hannah if you'd like to get involved on social media and uh, then it you know threw it to the first match which was from uh, Las Vegas in, in March 2018 at the 16th anniversary show. Um, a first round a tie in the ROH Women of Honor title tournament against Sumi Sakai. Uh, like I said, she made a debut at 21 years old in the United States. And she's with Kagetsu of Odatai. And yeah, we, we've covered this on a previous ROH review, Steve, and I'm sure. But um, watching this back, uh, what did you make of the match? Loved it. You know, I, I thought it was, as you just mentioned, you know, that the potential in uh, Hannah Kimura was just there from the start. Her whole presence of the way she held herself going down to the ring, her. Um, her heel dynamics with not following the code of honor and the, you know, the, Oh no, I'm not going to do that. And just <laughs> the aura she held, like her, her attire, her look, her actual wrestling talent. It was all there for, in that one match, like, and so young to, to mm-hmm. show such potential yeah. and so expressive and charismatic with her, um, you know, facial expressions with her body language. It was it was great, and it's a great match, you know. I mean, I like it in the fact that it's the veteran of Sumi Sakai against the, you know, the up-and-coming rookie in Hanakimura, that kind of relationship of a match, which was really cool. Lots of really inventive, you know, Joshi wrestling spots. And the crowd were great. The crowd were really into this thing, you know. They, they really got behind both wrestlers, and it was exciting as well for... At this point, because Ring of Honor had just signed or had just had a deal signed with Stardom, where Hannah Kimura um, wrestled predominantly with Oditai. So it was cool because this was kind of like a step, uh, a first step in that relationship between the two companies. So you get to see a lot more talent, including Hannah. So I thought this was, at the time, was great. When we reviewed it for the show, it was great. And watching it again on TV this week, I thought it was brilliant what a great debut for an up-and-coming wrestler in a in a even though she lost it didn't make a difference because she was made into a star it was brilliant mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh like like you said you've touched on a lot of the points um yeah held herself as a star an aura uh, about her at 21 years old is something that veterans in wrestling you know, some some people are still fighting for that aura, and and some people have it, and some people don't. And she definitely had it. Um, you know, if, if we're if we're breaking down the match, which uh, to to an extent we we can or can't do, the the Odatai kind of um, cheating and like poses and stuff with like the boots in uh, Sumi Sakai's face. 
Um, not quite sure why Todd Sinclair didn't throw uh, yeah. to get two out. That, that's a bit strange. See, that's what I mean. We've got to... But, uh, yeah, just, just just unbelievable. Like, when she went for the handshake and stuff, and then she, like, waved the hair in her face. It's like, I don't care if you're the veteran and I'm the rookie. I... You know, I'm, I'm I deserve to be here, uh, and I'm going to prove that I deserve to be here. And then, like you said, uh, just a, a really good back and forth match. The the outside interference, I, I could have done with that, I guess, if I'm being technical. But um, yeah, I, I think it was a, a fantastic debut. And if you didn't know the name Hannah Kimura uh, before this match, you definitely did after. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, yeah, uh, on on the YouTube sh- on the YouTube uh, edition of this Hannah Kimura uh, tribute, inexplicably after being like hyped up, this this next match was highlights, and um, that that really frustrated me because um, it looked like it could be a really good match. But uh, Stephen, fortunately, watched this at the time, so I'm going to throw it over to him. Um, do you want to, uh, you know, introduce this eight women tag, Stephen, and and talk about it? Yeah, absolutely. So it was an eight man, an eight person tag, eight man tag, sorry, eight person tag from the pay per view Best in the World 2018 uh, between Odetai and Kelly Klein. So Odetai was the team of Hazuke, Kagetsu, and Hanakimura against um, the Ring of Honor uh, women's division of Sumisakai. Um, Jenny Rose, um, Mayu Awatane, and Tenel Dashwood. Um, so a real. I remember when this match was was actually um, hyped. It was again that relationship between the two companies was getting on real, picking up real steam, and this was really kind of exciting stuff. Um, yeah. The match itself was was phenomenal. It was the crowd were into this thing the whole way you couldn't not be because of the the work all eight women put into this match it was you know fast much like the dragon gate six man it was fast it was hectic you know we had some isekai doing the i call it the high five high fly flows that's what tanahashi hiroshi tanahashi does in new japan so we had that we had a great brain buster we had some great knees we had a wonderful spot between Mayu Iwatani and um, and Hanakimura with the guillotine, which then got turned into a brain buster, which I distinctly remember, which the crowd deadlifted. Hanakimura didn't look a strong woman, but she was incredibly yeah. athletically strong to do that. Like even and the crowd, if you watch them, the build up and how they were respectful of it was fantastic. It was mm. such a great celebration of that female wrestling which you know i mean we talk about that women division and the the women invasion and things mm-hmm. and you know the revolution and this kind of and ring of honor always kind of gets put negatively for that but this match really did showcase just how good women's wrestling could be not just in ring of honor but internationally and yeah. how was the star of this match because if you watched it very carefully the full thing she was in the most important spots throughout the whole thing. She had several moments in the match where she was leading the team stardom and where she had the most ring time in terms of she was the one. You have a, 
situation in a lot of these multi-man tags and i don't you may not agree oliver but there can be times where certain wrestlers it's a focus for them to be able to get a lot of time in with certain talents to be able to get mm. themselves over more than others that's a very wrestling term but yeah was able to i mean she's still young so she was able to do that and it just put held on her and she just held that ring and it was just brilliant to see just how talented she was. She was everywhere. She was wrestling everybody. Mayu and, you know, uh, and Kimura, uh, sorry, Hannah Kimura just worked perfectly together. It was yeah. just a fantastic celebration of women's wrestling. And it was such a great eight-man tag. And the crowd was so respectful. They were so excited by it. And it was a real highlight on the pay-per-view and it is such a shame that it was highlights this particular match on the TV show because yeah. you only got small snippets, but the whole thing as a whole really did uh, steal the show. I believe uh, that, that pay-per-view, it was brilliant. Yeah. That's, that's just not what I wanted to hear. I, I wanted to hear this was like, it was like an okay match, you know, that don't, don't ever try and track this down. Are you saying like this is incredible? Because I looked at the competitors and thought this is going to be amazing. And then when Cheeseburger introduced it, I was like, this is going to be amazing. And then when they did the uh, Odetai entrance, and I was like, okay, they're going to give it the full match. And then all of a sudden, it cuts to the match in the middle of the ring. And I was like, uh, that's absolutely gutting because I just knew what this this match would be. But I think. I think you did it justice there, Stephen, and I appreciate that. So, um, yeah, I, I can't really add much to that, to be honest, because I didn't see the full thing. So, um, yeah, on to the next match of the of the uh, card and stuff, which was uh, Jenny Rose, which is an ROH favourite of mine and yours, and the aforementioned uh, May Watani, uh, the Odatai of Hannah Kimura and Kagetsu, with Hazuki on the outside, and and this this was the match for me. Um, never seen this before, but wow! Um, as as a as a women's wrestling match, or you know, if we're we're trying to uh, be like gender neutral and stuff, as a wrestling match in general, this was uh, a fantastic tag team match. You see the potential of Jenny Rose. You once again see Iwatani against Kimura, which could have probably ruled the wrestling world for the next 10 years as a, you know, as a feud between two amazing wrestlers um, that could have possibly built up women's wrestling worldwide. You could have had that in, you know, uh, America, Mexico, the UK, maybe even. Um, they could have taken that feud because they were they were so um they were so like in 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 centrically linked but obviously different characters but they they really uh you know when it comes to styles and stuff it just really matched up between them but yeah uh just really really happy for jenny rose in this situation because she went up against two of stardom's best and really shone um, you know, obviously with Iritani and Kimura, that's that was fantastic as well. And Kigetsu um, and Kimura, brilliant tag team uh, with with Hazuki on the outside. So, yeah, just really, really impressed by this tag team match. Um, 
just uh, just happy that it was on this tribute show, really, because I I was able to watch it and I was I was so happy to do so. Uh, what did you make of this match, Steve? Yeah, once again, phenomenal. I mean, at the time, I remember seeing this, and it's one of those. I was actually really pleased this was on the show because it's one of those matches I had forgotten. Um, and then rewatched it, and it was just—it's fantastic tag team wrestling. You know the um, the hot tags, the quick tags, and the way the teams work together, the the dynamics of the two, as you said, the polar opposites and the conflicting. You know, Hanakimura and Mayu Iwatani was great. Uh, Jenny Rose coming in as the you know up and coming Ring of Honor. Um, star was fantastic. The crowd once again were completely into this. They were they were awesome. Mandy Leone, who was interviewed in the show, was on commentary, I believe, and she did a fantastic job on commentary. She's a really yeah. good commentator, actually. I think she's great. Um, and it just had so many spots in it where you thought, "That's it. That's the end." And then it kept you guessing, and it kept going, and it kept going, and it just built up, and it built up, and the um, the finish from Kagetsu with the um, with the Death Valley driver Falcon Arrow as well was a great you know end to it. It was mm-hmm. such a great maneuver. Um, yeah. I just thought it was I just thought it was brilliant. You know, again, it was just brilliant tag team wrestling. The crowd were really respectful, and it just was given time, and everyone shone in it. And Hannah again, it was another match where you could see again that th- this was an interesting show as well because you got to see how much she developed as not only a wrestler but also as a person. You could see how, although she was confident in the first match, she gained much more confidence and she gained much more ring awareness, the psychology aspect, and the leading of a unit like Oda Tai. You know, she held that on her shoulders even though she was so young. Mm-hmm. It really, you could just see the potential in her talent, you know, um, her charisma was, you know, unparalleled, I believe, you yeah. know, it was just off the charts. But yeah, this is again a match which, brilliant, you know, just another brilliant contest. Absolutely. And uh, the last match on the show, uh, once again, we've we've covered this on a previous ROH review, uh, it's from G1 Supercard, uh, MSG. And it's Odatai um, with Kagetsu and Hazuki. And Jenny Rose has finally turned to the dark side. Um, feel, feel, feels like a Star Wars kind of situation in, on this uh, tribute show. She'd been in, you know, part of the light and then she turned to the dark side. I don't know much about Star Wars, so if it's off, I apologize. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, they went up against Stella Gray, who's another one of the ROH Dojo uh, graduates that we're really high on. Uh, Hannah Kimura had had gone to the light side, um, miles ago with that reference, and uh, it was interesting seeing her as a babyface with uh, with Sumi Sakai as well. So um, yeah, this once again, uh, Jenny Rose seamless, uh, seamlessly goes into Odatai and doesn't feel out of place, which is a credit to her. Stella Gray really brought it in this match. Um, and yeah, Hannah, Hannah Kimura was, was on point once again, kind of leading the team. So even, you know, from, from, uh, she could lead a team from the heel and the babyface perspective at 20, 
two at this point, which is just unbelievable. Um, and yeah, this is just, and I'm sure we've said this before, just all action, you know, uh, to the wall, um, just, just incredibly fast paced. And this is a pre-show match on the G1 Supercard. Um, you know, and they, they made special mention of the fact that Hannah Kimura was on uh, MSG and the Tokyo Dome in the same year um, mm. before, uh, and she was in a pre-show match before Wrestle Kingdom. First women's match since, I believe, 2002, if I got it right on commentary. Um, and yeah, just a unbelievable uh, six women's tag, uh, just stellar action, never, you know, the breakneck speed, just, um, yeah, just incredible way to pump up the crowd is what I got from it. Uh, what did you feel about this match, Stephen? Same, same thoughts, couldn't entirely, just an incredible you know, six man, six person tag again, six man, no, six person tag. The, six, uh, you got, sorry? Six women tag. Six women tag. Okay. Uh, yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> yeah, just again, the progression of Hannah can be seen, her, her transition into being a baby face from all those matches as a heel, it was just a seamless transition. Um, her leading of the team of Summy and Stella Gray also, as you mentioned, was, you know, brilliant to see. And her getting vengeance on uh, Oda Tai was, you know, a, a subtext story, which although wasn't covered in this, you know, episode or very, you know, prominently, mm-hmm. it, it really kind of, um, you know, encapsulated the feud um, or like the story. Um, mm-hmm. And... As they said, you know, the fact that she was able to get to Madison Square Garden at the age she was, and it was such an amazing achievement for her. She felt so proud, you know, it was such an amazing moment. And the crowd were really into it. Um, it was great having both Ian Riccoboni and Kevin Kelly on a match as well, two of the best commentators yeah. in the world today. Having you call your match at, you know, that you can't get better than that. Um, yeah. It was just a fantastic six man six person so sorry <laughs> six woman tag match <laughs> trying to be two pc there for my own good um it was you know a, a real um sort of again showcase for for hannah and the 450 splash which although it wasn't hannah kimura who yeah. hit kagetsu was one of the best 450 splashes you'll see anywhere it was such an amazing you know feet it always is when you see that particular maneuver but it looked awesome um, like the force in it as well like it was yeah. hit full force on the person's body yeah uh, yeah yeah well, that's my attention br- brilliant just brilliant and just and sad at the same time because you just saw the talent and you just saw the you can just see the talent you can see the charisma you can see the you know um just the potential just mm. all there and it's just, you know, such a such a tragedy, you know, such a tragedy. But a great celebration of her career at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think just, like, looking back on this episode and stuff, it's, uh, it's a testament to her that she could play the, the heel role so well because, 
you know, everyone obviously uh, greatly respects her and, and loves her outside the ring. But to actually play that, that heel role and do it in a convincing way is a testament to her and as a professional wrestler as well. Um, yeah. There was lots of, lots of people talking about her. So Cheeseburger spoke about her. Um, as you mentioned before, Mandy Leone spoke about her as well. Uh, Session Moff Martina spoke about her helping, um, you know, her when she went to stardom as well. So, yeah, just just really, really unfortunate, really tragic that someone that was so respected and so loved is no longer with us. And, you know, and it's all down to, to bullying and, and cyberbullying and stuff. And, you know... Um, it's just, it's just really, really unfortunate that that's that's the case. Um, but yeah, like you said, um, this is a, a really good tribute show uh, on Hannah Kimura. Um, you know, three three top matches and obviously the highlights of the eight women tag. Uh, but like from your recommendation, I'd say to seek that one out. So, um, yeah, this is it's a stripped-back version of the ROH review that we we hope you've enjoyed uh, tonight. Um, yeah, so that kind of brings an end to uh, tonight's episode with, um, with uh, the Hannah Kimura tribute that we, we hope we've done justice to. Um, you know, rest in peace, Hannah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, still, we're still not back. Um, we, we need to cross that bridge still, I think, but, uh, yeah, we both, um, you know, content that we've, we've done this review tonight for Hannah Kimura and family more so than yeah. anything else. So, uh, yeah, uh, thanks very much for for listening on SoundCloud, for viewing on YouTube. Um, continue safe, uh, to stay safe and well. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we'll see you again soon. Yeah. All right. See Bye you for now. later, everyone. Bye. See you later.